Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yes, we all were saddened as we heard over the weekend about reality TV star Nikki Graham, who sadly passed away. Nikki had been receiving treatment for an eating disorder and in fact, a GoFundMe account had been set up by her friends to help her receive this treatment. In light of the devastating news, I wanted to discuss again the misconceptions uh, we might have around eating disorders and, uh, you know, for those who are in treatment for eating disorders and also to highlight the help and support that is available. I'm delighted to be joined now by Barry Murphy. He's communications officer for BodyWise. They offer support and information for people affected by eating disorders. How are you doing, Barry? Hi, Sinead. Good morning to you. Listen, I, it was very devastating news, obviously, to hear about Nikki Graham's passing and the fact that, you know, she was in treatment and everything else for this. Um, a lot of us just don't understand, I think, Barry, you know, uh, eating disorders. We don't understand the mindset of somebody who might be affected by this. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there around eating disorders. Isn't that right? Yeah, and I, you're right as well. I mean, I think someone once said there's more awareness than there is understanding. And I think that's very true. So unless it's kind of been under your roof or on your doorstep or in your friendship circle or affected your family then so, so often the, the understanding can be quite superficial and it's only really when someone lives with it then that's when uh, someone gets a greater understanding and you know that it, we have to be very clear we're talking about uh, serious and complex mm. uh, mental health illnesses we're not talking about a diet gone wrong or a silly phase or a lifestyle choice uh, this is a very uh, damaging to a person's emotional and physical health across all eating disorders. Yeah, and you know, you've, you've touched on something, as you mentioned there, you know, people just saying, you know, oh, it's just a phase or it's a diet gone wrong or something like that. This is something that I spoke about before um, with somebody who's gone, who has gone through an eating disorder. And often, you know, a lot of us who, you know, are trying to help the, the person that might be going through this are maybe doing the wrong things, maybe. What, how can we help? How can we support somebody that might be battling an eating disorder? Yeah, it's difficult, and we have to we have to acknowledge that because there there are so many different different components to it, and you know it's it's probably developed over a period of time, often in secret, 
And in that sense, it's not going to go away overnight either. I think in those early conversations, it's probably best that you just do a bit of research and homework first and really be informed and get informed. So do some reading up on it and try and get a handle on what might be going on. And people often talk about it as a vicious cycle, a bully and a monster dictator. Those are some of the descriptions I've heard over the years. So keep that in mind and just listen out as well for the type of language the person uses because that's often very insightful. But from our point of view, it's it's very often a coping mechanism that a person uses uh, to manage their feelings. And the problem then, the longer it goes on, the longer it is left unchecked, the more it kind of becomes the default Mm. for the person and uh, it becomes more entrenched in their in their way of life. And in those early conversations, I think when you're when you're trying to sit down with someone, it's it's important to do it. Uh, set aside time for it, where there's where there's a bit of space where things are kind of calm and quiet, and you can kind of take your time. And you have to be very, I think, mild as well in your mm-hmm. own expectations around uh, kind of any change of mind or shift in the person. And it's important as well not to get into kind of any kind of confrontation type dynamic and accusatory and you're doing this and why won't you do this and that kind of thing. And yeah, it it has to be kind of a very calm and measured conversation in those first yeah, uh, great, great advice, Barry. And, and would I be right in saying that, like somebody that is 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 going through a, an eating disorder, it's almost like they've been taken over by this kind of other alter ego. There's parts of themselves there, themselves there, but it's very much kind of this, almost kind of like something kind of taken over the body, taking control, taking control of the mindset, that kind of thing. Yeah, so there is something uh, what we would call an eating disorder voice. Yes. Um, no, it, it's not a hallucination type mm. voice or anything, but it's this very extreme uh, negative self-talk that the person has inside their head. So that dictates and sets forward the rules that there are around food. And within with eating disorders, we often see a lot of ambivalence as well. So there's ambivalence around recovery. Part of them does want to recover, the other part uh may not so mm-hmm. can kind of one step forward one step back and it's kind of yeah like there is that split in the person of kind of wanting help but not wanting help and yeah because uh, Sheila when she was chatting to me there a couple of weeks ago for eating disorder awareness she said that her uh, ED voice was Janine so that's what she'd named her and she could you know describe who she was and kind of what what she does and how she speaks to Sheila and then it was about Sheila beating Janine if you know what I mean and trying to kind of get get that control back uh, so that's one kind of way that um, you know recovery can can start and it can help to put to put a name or to kind of personify that voice yes We would often talk about them for uh, friends and family when you get into that kind of uh, support mode as well it's it's kind of like you're trying to separate the illness out from the person mm. and that just that just strips the illness I think of a bit of control and holds it has over them now it does take time and it's it's, it's not easy to do that but the, the 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 best kind of support you can give someone is is there's a collaborative piece to it and it's really important as well uh, that 
whenever a person gets into the treatment stage that they have a voice in their own recovery mm-hmm. and uh, if they feel something is not working that they're given the opportunity to say that so you can't you can't bulldoze someone into yes. recovery <clears throat> and you can't foist it on them either. Yeah, it has to be very much, as you said, a collaborative uh, collaborative process. Now, you know, you have noticed as well that COVID has led to challenges for people with eating disorders. This kind of being in lockdown, the pandemic happening, anxiety has increased, you know, it's intensified a lot of things uh, for people that are going through eating disorders. Yeah, unfortunately, very much so. It's it's really been this perfect storm of a situation that has, uh, you know, on one, on the one hand, it's increased the risk factors, mm-hmm. whilst on the other, it's it's stripped away some of the protective factors. When you when you have those two issues then in collision with each other, unfortunately, it, it just has uh, very much intensified people's experience of eating disorders, and we're seeing people uh, in hospital, mm-hmm. both in terms of increased figures, but they're also more unwell. So in a more crisis state, and you know that's right across the world in England and Scotland, Canada, United States, Australia, New Zealand, all reporting the same. Unfortunately, so it's very much intensified the experience of an eating disorder. And one of the characteristics, the personality traits we often see in eating disorders, people have a need for predictability. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like having headlights on your car, and then all of a sudden this. Uh, pandemic comes along and creates all this chaos and takes that away and then you've no lights on your car and you can't see the road in front of you so that enormous amount of uncertainty has really just been that perfect storm and both people who had a pre-existing issue and then there were also people who were doing quite well and then have relapsed unfortunately during the pandemic. Okay, and and this is where you guys come in because I want to talk about this wonderful organisation, BodyWise. You're doing such great work to help people that are affected by eating disorders. Tell us about some of the things that you do. Yeah, so we have two online support groups. We've had those for many years, one for adults and one for people aged 13 to 18. Those have just gotten incredibly busy in the past Mm. uh, 12 months and even just now, January, February, March as well. Uh, People can also contact Alex at bodywise.ie or they can contact 01210-7906 and then the other uh, support piece we've been doing is our family program pillar mm-hmm. and that, that previously travelled around the country and then last year with the restrictions we obviously had to take it uh, online so last year over 600 family members availed of us uh, just because we were able to put it to the online uh, side of things and as, as my colleague Harriet said uh, behind every camera there's a person so it's it's very heartening to see family members available for that support and we're running we're starting it again uh, later this month as well Okay it's fantastic that it's there but also you know 600 people that's just uh, scratching the surface I'd imagine in terms of the amount of people that need help with regards to this it is one of these things um, that is very uh, prevalent eating disorders this is something that is kind of of concern and something that affects all different ages and and men and women Very much so and it's important to say actually as well that the the cases of eating disorders are actually on the increase prior to the pandemic too, mm-hmm. so the increase during it is, is, is not surprising as well. And yeah, like if you look at the HSE zone, HSE zone figures last year, 
in the National Clinical Programme over 220 referrals. One in four of those were urgent in nature. And uh, I think there's no question the pandemic had effect mm. impact on those. In terms of men, certainly, uh, I think it's fair to say men are very much kind of the untold story yeah. of eating disorders. And there was a really excellent article a couple of weeks ago in BuzzFeed and uh, most of the men attached to that piece didn't want to be identified, so they were all mostly all anonymous because they didn't want to be uh, seen as having an eating disorder and being a man, and they would carry what we would call the double stigma, so the mm. stigma of having an eating disorder and then the stigma of being a man because it, it kind of just, when people who don't have experience, they kind of say, well, that's a female issue, which yeah. is one of the myths. Yeah, and as you mentioned as well, you know, the stigma, which should not be there because, you know, as you mentioned at the start of this, this is something that is grips in the grips of, a, a, you know, taking over the mind, you know, as well as the body. And there, there really shouldn't be a stigma attached to this. Just just before we finish up, do you think as well the increase in the use of social media, you know, this idea of trying to be picture perfect? You know, we've, we had a conversation about this on the show on Friday about the use of filters and what that's doing. Do you think this is contributing to this as well? I think it's less so around the eating disorder side, but more where it's kind of a flashpoint is in mm. relation to body image. Yeah. And I suppose if you think of a lot of what social media is, that's not particularly surprising. We know that there are 350 million photos to added to Facebook every single day. That's about 4,000 photos every single second. So we've become a very device-based society and a very... Uh, kind of visual mm. society where before we, we would have obviously been very analogue in nature and I think the challenge with social media is it, it heightens the sense of comparison and it just means that certain body ideals are depicted uh, yeah. 24 7 whereas in years gone by you wouldn't have had that volume of information but it's important to say there have been some positives as well even during the pandemic it's been a really beneficial way of people keeping in touch with yeah. each other and not just for the public but people with eating disorders are very proactive and rallying around each other on social media and that, that's very positive too. Oh yes absolutely and it's it's great to see that as well. Barry I really appreciate you coming on the show today thank you for that great advice and information that you've given us uh, I really appreciate you taking the time out to join me. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks a million. Barry Murphy there. If you've been affected by what we've been discussing, you can find more information and support bodywise.ie. That is their website. Or you can give them a shout 01210 They also have an email alex at bodywise.ie. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, head eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia 
Leukemia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton Syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 